Act Two of The Tempest by William Shakespeare. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act Two, Scene One, Another Part of the Island. Enter Alonso, Sebastian, Antonio, Gonzalo, Adrian, Francisco, and others beseech you sir be merry you have cause so have we all of joy for our escape is much beyond our loss our hint of woe is common every day some sailor's wife the masters of some merchant and the merchant have just our theme of woe but for the miracle i mean our preservation few in millions can speak like us then wisely good sir weigh our sorrow with our comfort prithee peace he receives comfort like cold porridge the visitor will not give him over so look he's winding up the watch of his wit by and by it will strike sir one tell when every grief is entertained that's offered comes to the entertainer a dollar dollar comes to him indeed you have spoken truer than you purposed you have taken it wiselier than i meant you should therefore my lord fie what a spendthrift is he of his tongue i prithee spare well i have done but yet he will be talking which of he or adrian for a good wager first begins to crow the old cock the cockerel done the wager <laughs> laughter a match though this island seem to be desert <laughs> so you're paid uninhabitable and almost inaccessible yet yet he could not miss it it must needs be of subtle tender and delicate temperance temperance was a delicate wench ay and subtle as he most learnedly delivered the air breathes upon us here most sweetly as if it had lungs and rotten ones <sighs> or as twere perfumed by a fan here is everything advantageous to life true save means to live of that there's none or little how lush and lusty the grass looks how green the ground indeed is tawny with an eye of green in it he misses not much no he doth but mistake the truth totally but the rarity of it is which is indeed almost beyond credit as many vouched rarities are that our garments being as they were drenched in the sea hold notwithstanding their freshness and glosses being rather new dyed than strained with salt water if but one of his pockets could speak would it not say he lies ay or very falsely pocket up his report methinks our garments are now as fresh as when we put them on first in Africa at the marriage of the king's fair daughter claribel to the king of tunis 
twice as sweet marriage and we prosper well in our return tunis was never graced before with such a paragon to their queen not since widow dido's time widow a pox of that how came that widow in widow dido what if he had said widower aeneas too <laughs> good lord how you take it widow dido say you you make me study of that she was of carthage not of tunis this tunis sir who is carthage carthage i assure you carthage ha <laughs> his word is more than the miraculous harp he hath raised the wall and houses too what impossible matter will he make easy next i think he will carry this island home in his pocket and give it his son for an apple <laughs> and sowing the kernels of it in the sea bring forth more islands ay why in good time sir we were talking that our garments seem now as fresh as when we were at tunis at the marriage of your daughter who is now queen and the rarest that ever came there bait i beseech you widow dido oh widow dido ay widow dido is not sir my doublet as fresh as the first day i wore it i mean in a sort that sword was well fished for when i wore it at your daughter's marriage you cram these words into mine ears against the stomach of my sense would i had never married my daughter there for coming thence my son is lost and in my rate she too who is so far from italy removed i ne'er again shall see her o oh, thou mine heir of naples and of milan what strange fish hath made his meal on thee sir he may live i saw him beat the surges under him and ride upon their backs he trod the water whose enmity he flung aside and breasted the surge most swollen that met him his bald head above the contentious waves he kept and oared himself with his good arms and lusty stroke to the shore that o'er his wave-worn bases bowed as stooping to relieve him i not a doubt he came alive to land no no he's gone sir you may thank yourself for this great loss that would not bless our europe with your daughter but rather lose her to an african where she at least is banished from your eye who hath cause to wet the grief on't prithee peace you are kneeled to and importuned otherwise by all of us and the fair soul herself weighed between loathness and obedience at which end of the beam should bow we have lost your son i fear for ever milan and naples have more widows in them of this business-making than we bring men to comfort them the fault's your own so is the dearest of the loss my lord sebastian the truth you speak just lacks some gentleness and time to speak it in you rub the saw when you should bring the plaster <laughs> very well and most chirurgically it is foul weather in us all good sir when you are cloudy foul weather <sighs> 
Very foul. <coughs> Had I plantation of this isle, my lord? He'd sow it with nettle seed. Or docks, or mallows. And were the king on't, what would I do? Scape being drunk for want of wine. In the commonwealth, I would be contraries, execute all things, for no kind of traffic would I admit. No name of magistrate, letters should not be known. Riches, poverty, and use of service, none. Contract, succession, born, bound of land, tilth, vineyard, none. No use of metal, corn, or wine, or oil. No occupation, all men idle. All, and women too, but innocent and pure. No sovereignty. <laughs> Yet he would be king on the latter end of his commonwealth forgets the beginning all things in common nature should produce without sweat or endeavour treason felony sword pike knife gun or need of any engine would i not have but nature should bring forth of its own kind all foison all abundance to feed my innocent people no marrying among his subjects none men all idle whores and knaves i would with such perfection govern sir to excel the golden age save his majesty <laughs> long live gonzalo and do you mark me sir prithee no more thou dost talk nothing to me i do well believe your highness and did it to minister occasion to these gentlemen who are of such sensible and nimble lungs that they always used to laugh at nothing <laughs> twas you we laughed at who in this kind of merry fooling am nothing to you so you may continue and laugh at nothing still what a blow was there given and it had not fallen flat long you are gentlemen of brave metal you would lift the moon out of her sphere if she would continue it in five weeks without changing enter ariel invisible playing solemn music we went so and then go a bat fowling nay my good lord be not angry no i warrant you i will not adventure my discretion so weakly will you laugh me asleep for i am very heavy go sleep and hear us all sleep except alonzo sebastian and antonio what all so soon asleep i wish mine eyes would with themselves shut up my thoughts i find they are inclined to do so please you sir do not omit the heavy offer of it it seldom visits sorrow when it doth it is a comforter we too my lord We'll guard your person while you take your rest and watch your safety. Thank you. Wondrous heavy. Alonzo sleeps. Exit Ariel. What a strange drowsiness possesses them. It is the quality of the climate. Why doth it not then our eyelids sink? I find not myself disposed to sleep. Nor I. My spirits are nimble. They fell together all as by consent. They dropped as by a thunderstroke. 
what might worthy sebastian oh what might no more and yet methinks i see it in thy face what thou shouldst be the occasion speaks thee and my strong imagination sees a crown dropping upon thy head what art thou waking do you not hear me speak i do and surely it is a sleepy language thou speak'st out of thy sleep what is it thou didst say this is a strange repose to be asleep with eyes wide open standing speaking moving yet so fast asleep noble sebastian thou lets thy fortune sleep die rather wingst whilst thou art waking thou dost snore distinctly there's meaning in thy snores i am more serious than my custom you must be so too if heed me which to do trebles thee over well i am standing water i'll teach you how to flow do so to ebb hereditary sloth instructs me oh if you but knew how you the purpose cherish while thus you mock it how in stripping it you more invest it ebbing men indeed most often do so near the bottom run by their own fear or sloth prithee say on the setting of thine eye and cheek proclaim a matter from thee and a birth indeed which throws thee much to yield thus sir although this lord of weak remembrance this who shall be of as little memory when he is earthed hath here almost persuaded for he's a spirit of persuasion only professes to persuade the king his son's alive tis as impossible that he's undrowned as he that sleeps here swims i have no hope that he's undrowned oh out of that no hope what great hope have you no hope that way is another way so high a hope that even ambition cannot pierce a wink beyond but doubt discovery there will you grant with me that ferdinand is drowned he's gone then tell me who's the next heir of naples clarabel she that is queen of tunis she that dwells ten leagues beyond man's life she that from naples can have no note unless the sun were post the man in the moon's too slow till new-born chins be rough and razorable she that from whom we all were sea-swallowed though some cast again and by that destiny to perform an act whereof what's past is prologue what to come in yours and my discharge what stuff is this how say you tis true my brother's daughter's queen of tunis so is she heir of naples 
twixt which regions there is some space a space whose every cubit seems to cry out how shall that claribel measure us back to naples keep in tunis and let sebastian wake say this were death that now hath seized them why they were no worse than now they are there be that can rule naples as well as he that sleeps lords that can prate as amply and unnecessarily as this gonzalo i myself could make a chuff of as deep chatter oh that you bore the mind that i do what a sleep were this for our advancement do you understand me methinks i do and how does your content tender your own good fortune i remember you did supplant your brother prospero true and look how well my garments sit upon me much fitter than before my brother's servants were then my fellows now they are my men but for your conscience ay <laughs> sir where lies that if twere a kype would put me to my slipper but i feel not this deity in my bosom twenty consciences that stand twixt me and milan candid be they and melt ere they molest here lies your brother no better than the earth he lies upon if he were that which now he's like that's dead whom i with disobedient steel three inches of it can lay to bed forever whilst you doing thus to the perpetual wink for aim i put this ancient morsel this sir prudence who should not upbraid our course for all the rest they'll take suggestion as a cat laps milk they'll tell the clock to any business that we say befits the hour thy case dear friend shall be my precedent as thou guardst milan i'll cut by naples draw thy sword one stroke shall free thee from the tribute which thou payest and i the king shall love thee draw together and when i rear my hand do you the like to fall it on gonzalo oh uh, but one word they talk apart re-enter ariel invisible my master through his art foresees the danger that you his friend are in and sends me forth for else his project dies to keep them living sings in gonzalo's ear while you here do snoring lie open-eyed conspiracy his time doth take if of life you keep a care shake of slumber and beware 
then let us both be sudden now good angels preserve the king they wake why how now ho awake why are you drawn wherefore this ghastly looking what's the matter uh, whilst we stood here secure at your repose even now we heard a hollow burst of bellowing like bulls or rather lions it did not wake you it struck my ear most terribly i heard nothing oh twas a din to fry the monster's ear to make an earthquake sure it was the roar of a whole herd of lions heard you this gonzalo upon my honour sir i heard a humming and that a strange one too which did awake me i shaked you sir and cried as mine eyes opened i saw their weapons drawn there was a noise that verily tis best we stand upon our guard or that we quit this place let's draw our weapons lead off this ground and let's make further search for my poor son heavens keep him from these beasts for he is sure in the island lead away prospero my lord shall know what i have done so king go safely on to seek thy son exeunt scene two another part of the island enter caliban with a burden of wood a noise of thunder heard Ory infections that the sun sucks up from bogs, fens, flats, on prosper for, and make him by inchmeal or disease. <sighs> the spirits hear me, and yet I needs must curse. But they'll not pinch, fright me with urchin shows, pitch me in the mire, nor lead me like a firebrand in the dark out of my way unless he bid him but for every trifle are they set upon me sometime like apes that mow and shout at me and after bite me then like hedgehogs which lie tumbling in my barefoot way and mount their pricks at my footfall sometime am i all wound with adders who with cloven tongues do hiss me into madness enter trinculo no, now, no. Here comes the spirit of East, and to torment me for bringing wood in slowly. I'll fall flat, but chance he will not mind me. There's neither bush nor shrub to bear off any weather at all. And another storm brewing. I hear it sing in the wind. Yon same black cloud, yon huge one. Looks like a foul bombard that would shed his liquor. If it should thunder as it did before, I know not where to hide my head. Yon same cloud cannot choose but fall by palefuls. What have we here? A man or a fish? Dead or alive? A fish. He smells like a fish, a very ancient and fish-like smell, a kind of knot of the newest poor John. A strange fish were i in england now as once i was and had but this fish painted not a holiday fool there but would give a piece of silver there would this monster make a man any strange beast there makes a man 
when they will not give a doit to relieve a lame beggar, they will lay out ten to see a dead Indian, legged like a man, and his fins like arms. Warmer my troth, I do now let loose my opinion, hold it no longer. This is no fish, but an islander that hath lately suffered by a thunderbolt. Alas, the storm is come again. My best way is to creep under his gavardine. There is no other shelter hereabout, and misery acquaints a man with strange bedfellows. I will here shroud till the dregs of the storm be past. Enter Stefano singing, a bottle in his hand. I shall no more to see, to see. Here shall I die ashore. This is a very scurvy tune to sing at a man's funeral. Well, here's my comfort. The master, the swabber, the boatswain, and I, the gutter and his mate, loved Maumeg and Marion and Marjorie, but none of us cared for Kate, for she had a tongue with a tang, would cry to a sailor, go hang. She loved not the savour of tar nor of pitch, yet a tailor might scratch her wherever she did itch, then to see boys and let her go hang Ugh, this is a scurvy tune too but here's my comfort do not torment me <laughs> what's the matter have we devils here do you put tricks on with savages and men of inda i have not scaped drowning to be afeard now of your four legs for it hath been said as proper a man as ever went on four legs cannot make him give ground and it shall be said so again while stefano breathes at its nostrils the spirit torments me oh. this is some monster of the isle with four legs who hath got as i take it an ague where the devil should he learn our language i will give him some relief if it be but for that if i can recover him and keep him tame and get to naples with him he's a present for any emperor that ever trod on neat's leather do not torment me prithee i'll bring my wood home faster he's in his fit now and does not talk after the wisest he shall taste of my bottle if he have never drunk wine afore it will go near to remove his fit if i can recover him and keep him tame i will not take too much for him he shall pay for him that hath him and that soundly thou dost me yet but little hurt thou wilt anon i know it by thy trembling now prosper works upon thee come on your ways open your mouth here is that which will give language to you cat open your mouth this will shake your shaking i can tell you and that soundly you cannot tell who's your friend open your chaps again 
I should know that voice. It should be. But he is drowned, and there are devils. Oh, dear, fend me. Four legs and two voices. A most delicate monster. His forward voice now is to speak well of his friend. His backward voice is to utter foul speeches and to detract. If all the wine in my bottle will recover him, I will help his egg. You come. Oh. Amen. I will pour some in thy other mouth. Stefano! Oh, doth thy other mouth call me? Mercy, mercy! This is a devil and no monster. I will leave him. I have no long spoon. Stefano, if thou beest Stefano, touch me and speak to me, for I am Trinculo. Be not afeard, thy good friend Trinculo. If thou beest Trinculo, come forth. I'll pull thee by the lesser legs. If any be Trinculo's legs, these are they. Thou art very Trinculo indeed. How earnest thou to be the siege of this moon-calf? Can he vent Trinculo's? I took him to be killed with a thunderstroke. But art thou not drowned, Stefano? I hope now thou art not drowned. Is the storm overblown? I hid me under the dead moon-calf's gabardine for fear of the storm. And art thou living, Stefano? Oh, Stefano, two Neapolitans scaped. Prithee, do not turn me about. My stomach is not constant. Caliban aside. These be foreign things, and if they be not sprites, that a brave god, and bear celestial liquor, I will kneel to him. How didst thou scape? How camest thou hither? Swear by this bottle how thou camest hither. I escaped upon a butt of sack, which the sailors heaved or board by this bottle, which I made of the bark of a tree with mine own hands, since I was cast ashore. I'll swear upon that bottle to be thy true subject, for the liquor is not earthly. Here, swear then how thou escapest. Swim ashore, man, like a duck. I can swim like a duck. I'll be sworn. Here, kiss the book. Though thou canst swim like a duck, thou art made like a goose. Oh, Stefano, hast any more of this? The whole butt, man. My cellar is in a rock by the seaside where my wine is hid. How now, moon-calf, how does thine egg you? Hast thou not dropped from heaven? Out of the moon, I do assure thee. I was the man of the moon when time was. Ah, oh, I have seen thee in her, and I do adore thee. My mistress show me thee, and thy dog, and thy bush. Come, swear to that. Kiss the book. I will furnish it anon with new contents. Swear. Oh. By this good light, this is a very shallow monster. I have feared of him. A very weak monster, the man of the moon, a most poor, credulous monster. Well drawn, monster, in good sooth. I'll show thee every fertile inch of the island, and I will kiss thy foot. I prithee, be my god. By this light, a most perfidious and drunken monster. Whence God's asleep, he'll rob his bottle. I'll kiss thy foot. I'll swear myself thy subject. Come on, then, down and swear. I shall laugh myself to death at this puppy-headed monster, a most scurvy monster, 
I could find in my heart to beat him. Come, kiss. But that the poor monster's in drink, an abominable monster. I'll show thee the best springs. I'll plug thee berries. I'll fish for thee and get thee wood enough. A plague upon the tyrant that I serve. I'll bear him no more sticks, but follow thee, thou wondrous man. A most ridiculous monster to make a wonder of a poor drunkard. Oh, I prithee, let me bring thee where crabs grow, and I with my long nails will dig thee pignuts, shell thee a jay's nest, and instruct thee how to snare the nimble marmoset. I'll bring thee to clustering filberts, and sometimes I'll get thee young scammels from the rock. Wilt thou go with me? I prithee now lead the way without any more talking. Trinculo, the king, and all our company else being drowned, we will inherit here. Here, bear my bottle, fellow Trinculo, we'll fill him by and by again. <sighs> farewell, master, farewell, farewell. A howling monster, a drunken monster. No, my dams I'll make for fish, nor fetch and firing, at requiring, nor scrape, trencher, nor wash, dish. Ban, ban, cacala, ban, has a new master, get a new man. Freedom, heyday, heyday, freedom, freedom, heyday, freedom. Oh, brave monster, lead the way. Exeunt. End of Act Two.